Morning, John. Morning, Steve. How are you today? I'm up, and uh, as we discussed pre-taping, pre, uh, uh, I've, I've lived through high anxiety already today, so I'm ready to move on to something more relaxing. Can you consider this more relaxing? Well, it's a start. Yeah, I mean, I mean, about the only thing I have on my schedule for uh, from here till four thirty is napping. So, you know, that that that's a quality day. And was it four thirty? Uh, I I have I have a social event. Thank you. Ooh. Yeah, my semi annual social event. I think we. I'm currently looking at show times. I think we're going to try and go see. Doctor Strange tonight. Ooh, that'll be weird. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I've heard some pretty good things from my Twitter followers. Yeah. Mm. So, so for those of you who stumbled upon us, this is the obvious brothers, and I'm obvious Steve, and he is Doctor Strange. Obvious John. Benedict Cumber. Cucumber. Yeah, okay. Stephen Strange, isn't that his name? Something like that. Yeah, Dr. Stevie Strange. Yep, okay. So, well, there you go. You're, you're sounding kind of psyched up. And, uh, I, you know, I'm trying to prep for tomorrow uh, because, you know, tradition has it that uh, we go to Penn National Racetrack and watch the simulcast of the uh, Derby and lose money, John. So, that's... Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't know uh, too much social schedule. I'll really need a nap on Sunday. Yeah, you'll be spent. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, uh, I, I uh, let, let me dig around here, John, to remind you of all the rules. Those of you who follow us, uh, we screw this thing up so much that uh, uh, our, our uh, executive producer. It's clear on the rules. Uh, John, don't be eating snacks. I'm not supposed to do this. Uh, I'm supposed to edit the tape if there are long, empty spots, which sometimes there are due to either, well, usually due to our friends at anchor.fm. Uh, John, I don't know what you're using for a drink uh, container this morning, but don't clink the ice. Uh, I, I I will not play a funeral dirge today, although Doctor Strange probably deserves one. And, and um, let's see, you're not supposed to slurp. Okay, no slurping. Mm -hmm. uh, you want to demonstrate that? I, uh, I just took a drink, so no. No, okay. And then uh, we're not supposed to spend too long on moonlight. Moon night, right? So, I guess I guess that's probably where we start, right, John? Yeah, that's a you know, that's a word you've become way too fond of, John. Yeah, well, it's, I, it's kind of the only way to describe that show. I think it's just convoluted. It is convoluted. Yeah, it's 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 entertaining. I find it. I think it's very entertaining. It's kind of a head scratcher. Yeah. Um, and it, it's if they're not bringing it back for another season, that's kind of disappointing because they really set it up. Excellent for a second season. Yeah, because they they uh, 
No, I probably shouldn't spoil it. Well, hell, we only have seven listeners. I'm spoiling it for them. Uh, so, so they brought in a third. They, you, you said last week, and were beating me upside the head for not being sure there was a third personality, and uh, the third personality showed up at the very end of the ep- last episode. Yeah, yeah. He is. Uh, he is very rueful. Ah. Uh, according to comic big, comic book lore, uh, Jake is the uh, is very very ruthless. Mm-hmm. I don't remember either one of the other ones having Ruth, but there you go. All right. That's bad. That's what, really what, bad. Well, you know, it, it's a little early, and I haven't sharpened the Friday material yet. So there you go. So speaking of bad, John, you ready? Yeah. Yeah. So a guy, a guy, and his friend from Prague were playing chess in a restaurant, and they got waited on by an Australian waiter. And the waiter said to the man, Ah, you're about to uh, go into checkmate. And you know, your friend is checkmate. And oh, by the way, he's about to put you in checkmate. And hey, do you want the checkmate? Yeah, that was really bad. Yeah. So, I tell this joke in class yesterday, John. It went, it went over like a lead balloon in the first class. They just looked at me, and I asked them if they knew where Prague was. <laughs> How'd that go? Uh, there, there, it, was, it was a teachable moment, as we call it in the biz. Yes, teachable moment, yes. Uh, the the, the, be, the best, best answer I got was, is it in Europe? And so, <laughs> you're laughing, John. Yeah, so... Before I told the joke in the in the latter two classes, I asked them about Prague so that, you know, we got the whole Czech Republic thing out there in the notion that the guy was Czech, you know, but, uh, yeah, so, yeah. I would have uh, said something like, I thought I was in English class, not ge- geography. John, you, you would be so befuddled, there would be no smart comments coming out of you, so... It, it, and 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 given, uh, yeah, you, you probably wouldn't have been paying attention by the end of the joke anyway. So uh, I would have wandered off. Yeah, you 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 would you would be be off someplace else. So there you go, John. There there is our opening salvo in terms of jokes containing references to Australians, people from Prague, and the game of chess. So it doesn't get much better than that, does it, John? No, no, that's so, well done. So, John, now that now that Moon Knight's over, are you, are you psyched up for the next big Disney Plus series? Because we get a kickback from them if we talk about their series every week. Well, I know that um, I think the next Marvel one is Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel one. So, um, yeah, I am looking forward to that. Deep sigh, John. Yeah, yeah. you have no idea. That is, yeah. No, no, and, and and the big one at the end of the month is, is Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, that's right. There you go. Oh, that's right. That that is exactly what John would be like in class, people. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. There you go. Obi Wan Kenobi with Ewan McGregor reprising the part. And uh, yes, if we talked last week about. Uh, 
Chris Pine was shitting his hair, John. Yeah. I, you know, they're going. Uh, Ewan's going to have shit in his hair. Is he? Well, yeah, because I mean, there are years and years of uh, of uh, whatever time lapse in in, in potentially for storylines here, because you know he sits there twenty some years supposedly uh, watching Luke, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So there you go. It's. Uh, that's that's uh, something something to look forward to, and you know their their uh, values, production values are really high. So who knows what kind of interesting, uh, uh, you know, uh, CGI we're going to see. Uh, the uh, trailer, which is three minutes long, uh, already has some interesting things, and I'm sure if I was on the right place, there there are people who have broken it down ad infinitum. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, shot by shot. So, yeah. Pretty solid. That's a pretty solid cast. Yeah. Got Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. Obviously, you already mentioned Ewan McGregor. Rupert Friend as the Inquisitor. Kamal Nanjiani. Joel Edgerton. Yeah. Jim Kane. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't waste. Uh, they didn't. Uh, yeah, they do. They do all right on these series. So uh, that that's the end of the month. Uh, and we'll we'll have to. Uh, I'm sure we will follow it, and have to avoid spoilers week by week, right? Yeah, Ice Cube and his son are also in it. Wow, really? Yeah. Wait, don't you don't you think they will melt on Tatooine? Uh, wow. Hmm. Okay, okay, John. What do you want to talk about next? You want to talk about the MLB, NBA? You want to talk about the Derby? So you got some that opens up your sleeve? I've got the derby pulled up in front of me, yeah. So. You got the derby pulled up in front of you. Wow, okay. And so what are you going to say about the derby, John? Um, I'm going with the Japanese horse. I like the odds, 20 to 1, crown pride. Okay, all right, right, okay. I, I've heard more than one expert say this week, John, the first time a, a horse out of Dubai uh, hits the board on the Derby, uh, they will get beat. Who's the horse from Dubai? That, the, the crown, crown, crown pride. I thought it was from Japan. Yes, but but it ran. It, last race it ran. If you bothered look these things up, was oh. in was in yeah. the the the, uh, the people in that part of the world with all the effing money. You know, have long, well, 20 years, uh, have run a big prep race. Uh, and uh, some horses have shipped over over the years and from all over because the prize money is like millions of dollars, right? And, but none of the horses who've ever come out of that race into the Derby, I think the highest any of them's ever placed is 12th. So. Uh, one one wonders, and you, one thinks that that's well, yeah. It, it's probably com complicated reasons for that, but uh, yeah, there there are a lot of skeptics in the in the horse business about success over there in that race and coming to Louisville and doing anything. So, but but good, good on you, mate. If, at twenty one, if it hits. Uh, you can fly us down to Texas and put us up in the Hyatt Regency and so on and yeah. so forth. Yeah, yeah. 
the master, master fencer was finished sixth in 2019. Master fencer and ran in Dubai. I don't know if it ran in Dubai. I just know it was the first Japanese bred horse to run in the Kentucky Derby. Do you? Well, you're just pulling the effing trivia out of all, all over the place, uh, John. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah? Well... I mean, I didn't realize you were going to have all the nuggets this morning. Yeah. So, John, I, I used to say on, 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 on days like today that uh, you don't bet the favorite because the favorite never wins. But uh, I heard somebody say that six of the last nine favorites have won. So when, when that used to be a truism, it's not so true anymore. Uh, and so uh, one begins to wonder where to start. I have a whole list of things, uh, you, you know, kind of like our bracket list. I, I have a list, John. So you ready? Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. Just, just you know, uh, do, do whatever you want to do with the browser. Work on your six-word wardle or whatever, and, and, and there you go. So, John, you know, it might be wet tomorrow. So number one... Yeah. Number one, number one. Uh, I, I heard the experts say, mud don't matter, John. So uh, don't waste your time worrying about the mud, because you can't figure it out. Uh, all the all the horses are good horses and should be able to run in the mud. Uh, you do look to see if somebody's run in the mud and finished last, but it's. I think uh, the uh, early uh, what I heard uh, research was none of them had really ever run in the mud. So. Uh, if it's muddy tomorrow, there's not much you can do about it. Like, okay. Likewise, number two, uh, everybody always says the kind of trip you get matters and, and will uh, decide, help decide who wins. But you can't figure that out either, John, because you don't know what's going to happen on the racetrack. You know, this is why, as they say, they play the games, right? But uh, you, you, you know that as you, as you say, this is going to happen and this is going to happen. Well, uh, like if, uh, we're going to talk about closers in a minute. Um, yeah, you, yeah, you could get trapped inside. You could get bumped. They've uh, never run with 20 horses before. It's the biggest field they ever run in, and it's just a cluster. So, yeah, you can't figure that out, so don't waste your time doing that. Uh, just a couple. You know, we were talking about whether or not they were going to fill the field. Right. Well, they they they. Uh, at this point, they have twenty. Okay. Here's the here's the next thing. Um, a couple of the uh, of the uh, top uh, morning line favorites are closers, and uh, closers usually don't. Well, they don't usually win, and you really. The guys I listen to say don't bet them because uh, in a six horse field it's easy you know it's not easy but you can be a closer you can be six back swing six wide and win right you're in a 20, right. 20 horse field if you're five lengths back there are probably 12 or 14 horses in front of you and getting through the traffic and not using up you know it's just really hard to do which goes back to the trip matter but so that's why closers are probably not the way to go and the favorite is a closer by the way the morning line favorite anyway uh, Zandon Zand Zandon do we like his gate either I mean, he's right in the middle of the field so he could get bottled up pretty 
pretty quick. No, you like that gate. You do. Yeah, you don't. You don't like epicenters gate uh, three, where it's going to get pinched some early, and you don't know how that's going to work out. So that's one reason epicenter, who is the second favorite, because in a moment I'm going to tell you this, uh, is not probably the favorite. Instead of the second favorite, it is because of its uh, post draw. Yeah, uh, the. Uh, uh, of course, we have to do this every year. Twenty horses is more than anybody else does. They come out of a shoot there at uh, Churchill Downs uh, into the first straightaway, and the twenty horses. Well, the, you know the, uh, the the track is not twenty horses wide, so the ones on the inside, one, two, three, and so forth have to squeak, you know, have to get in on the rail somehow, either by going too fast or by slowing down. So, And the number one horse, we're not sure if it matters because Mo Donegal, who's in the one hole, is a closer, so isn't going to want to go out fast anyway and probably will be well back early on. And, uh, and again, closers are not. So anyway, so that's... Uh, it's it's 20 horses. Uh, I'll just break it down uh, simply here by saying uh, there are two favorites, uh, Zandon and Epicenter, uh, at three to one and three and a half to one. And then there's a big gap to the next horse. And of those two favorites, everybody I've heard either likes one or the other, uh, and and says don't bother with the other. So it's kind of fun. Uh, it, it, it kind of all the commentators have fallen into one camp or the other, and so that's kind of where where we are. Uh, I, I think our our man Josh, our betting partner on these things, he likes Zandon. So yeah, which okay. is, which is typical Josh. Yeah. Then we should probably bet at the center. Uh, well, we should probably bet some third horse that we will not figure out right. Right. Yeah. So, so John, you, you do remember, if we're going to talk about the Derby, two years and what, the last three or four, uh, the horse that crossed the finish line first is not on the trophy as the winner. Okay. You don't remember this, huh, John? No. Really? What were you going to say? You can stick that in your pipe or something? Yeah, something, like, something like who cares? Yeah, something like who cares. Yes, but it's, it, it had never happened before until uh, they, they did it, uh, has it been four years ago with Max Security? And and, and remember, swung out, bumped the other horse, and they, and they ended up disqualifying it or moving them back to like eighth. Uh, and and we sat around and waited half an hour for the official result. And last year, of course, they they took Medina Spirit's name off for for doping, and so uh, and and Medina Spirit's uh, trainer is not here because he's on double secret probation for a couple of years. Yeah. So. Mr. Baffert. Mr. Baffert, who is yeah, kind of kind of everybody acts like he's. Uh, you know, the, a pariah at this He's point. The, yeah. The Bill Belichick of horse racing? Maybe. 
Yeah, I guess that's a, that, that's all right. The thing the thing is, a, a number of people kind of kind of like the Astros cheating in baseball. It is not clear that everybody else isn't cheating too, and and, and Bob just has gotten caught in in ways the others haven't yet. So, uh, although of course they would all deny it. All right, so so John, what's our betting strategy tomorrow? We're going we're going to put everything we have as a consortium in on uh, uh, Crown Pride. Yeah, Crown Pride's the pick, man. Okay, all right. Well, uh, try and calculate. Put all our money. At, God, John, imagine how. Well, I'm not even sure I can uh, di- divvy up the money. It's so much. Yeah. Yeah. So so uh, right. All right, so that's a, a quick synopsis of the Derby, which uh, all sorts of things to talk about in terms of sports. Uh, it's the only 20-horse field these horses have run in, and it is the only time they'll run in front of this many people, and it is a massive number of people, uh, between 100 and 150,000, and you can only imagine the noise, right, John? Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, none of those factors can we figure out ahead of time as to how the horses go and handle them. But uh, we're going to watch, and it's always a great day to make money, John. It is. Derby yeah. day is, right? Right. Well, yeah, Derby day, yeah, a lot of money bet, a lot of dumbasses. I heard somebody say, you're going to love this, John. Uh, if, if you're looking at a field, especially on a day like Derby day, uh, gray horses and horses with a person's name in them are all always overbet. So, just I've heard the uh, the gray horse thing. Yeah, there. I think there are three in the field tomorrow. So uh, there's only one with somebody's name in it, though. Is it, okay? Remind me. Um, Happy Jack. Happy Jack. That's right. Happy Jack. Right. And the Count Mo down a bowl. Count no. Mo is a- no. I'm not. I'm not. I, I think. I think Mo. Mo. Mo is for more. But anyway, maybe you. May, maybe everybody named Mo will be on that. You know, it runs a bar. Yeah. So. Yeah. Runs a bar. It's Simpsons reference. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm working it. Yeah. Uh, that. That one. Do I need to workshop that one or just toss yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. So there we go. All right, John. That's. A, that's probably enough on that. John, I, I would have, I could have watched some NBA last night, man. <laughs> I knew this was going to be next. Did you? I, I'm, 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 I'm going to keep it under wraps as much as possible, John, but it doesn't, does not make sense at all to me how the guys who run, well, yeah, guys is generic in the Midwest, everybody. The guys who run the NBA sat around and said, in the middle of our playoffs, Let's just not have anybody play one night. Just what? What the hell, you know? And it's Thursday night, which is a fairly big viewing night uh, in terms of TV. So yeah, let's let's just take the night off. Seems like a good idea. Yeah. Then look who's playing I know. I know. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Deep press. Namaste. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, they did not come back tonight with the series that should have played last night, but skip that and uh, the, the team uh, that played the, the are, play on. right. So they only have a day off between games two and three, 
where the teams that played Tuesday night get three days off between games two and three. Yeah, makes complete sense. It makes com- total sense, and and you really want to you want to jam up Friday night because everybody wants to be sitting around Friday night watching basketball, right? Yeah, right. Uh, I yeah okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about the series, John. I've watched a little bit of uh, of, uh, of the the playoffs. I'm trying to think if I've seen some of every game, of every matchup so far. I think I have. And uh, just a quick summary in the East: uh, the Heat are up 2-0 on the Sixers, going to Philadelphia. Uh, the Celtics and Bucks are 1-1, and they are going to Milwaukee. Uh, in the West, the Suns are up 2-0, going to Dallas, and then uh, Golden State and uh, the Grizz are 1-1, going to uh, California, yeah, San Francisco. It's kind of hard. I, it, it's hard to remember that they don't play where they used to play. That they during the pandemic they moved across the bay. Yeah. Yeah, not looking good for my Mavs. Phoenix is just... Well, they're coming home, so... Yeah, that's the good news. Um, Yeah, well, it doesn't get interesting until the road team wins, right? True. Yeah. They haven't exactly been close games either. That's what kind of makes me a little more nervous. Yeah. Yeah, I think they might be a bit outmatched, so... Uh, well, they can't, they can't, we talked about this before, you can't have one score, right? Luca is amazing, we love watching him play, but he needs, he needs some sort of assistance. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, the it, team has, yeah. has the tendency to stand around and, and, and watch him go, whereas when he was missing a couple games, it seems like he get a lot more, a lot more distribution of the ball. Right. Uh, uh, I want to say Burton, but that's not his name. Jalen uh, Brunson uh, yeah. did did a, did a better job, and now he probably feels like he doesn't have anything to do. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that series. And uh, Joel Embiid uh, ha- has a broken face and didn't play the first two games in Miami. Uh, I keep seeing little bleeps that he might or might not play in the game tomorrow night. So uh, if he doesn't play, it seems pretty clear the Heat are too much for him. If he does play, it's not clear the Heat aren't too much for him. But <laughs> but Sean but Sean has hope yet. Oh yeah, he's he's he, he's a believer. Yeah, Sean Sean is like that. He he believes in all his teams, no matter how stupid. And we we might we might circle back to Ohio State Notre Dame in a minute. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, um, yeah, I uh, I've watched quite a bit. I've watched more of the Grizzlies Warriors series than any other at this point. And I uh, uh, I get I guess somebody broke it down uh, pretty simply by saying if the Warriors big three make shots, uh, they win. If they don't make shots, they lose. So uh, wow, that's I, what an amazing. Hot take that is. Yeah, well, I uh, yeah, I guess what Steph and Clay were five for twenty three from three or something like that 
whichever night they they played Tuesday. This is they're the ones who have a three game day layoff Tuesday night, and and they lost. So uh, yeah, I like same team with the most points wins, right? Uh, almost, almost, yes, but uh, yeah. I, th- I think the point here is uh, Golden State depends on those three three-point shooters and spreading the ball around the uh, arc uh, to win games. And uh, they don't have a lot of inside scoring presence. So, you know, it's kind of kind of how they roll. Uh, I, 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 the Grizzly has the more, you know, Moran takes the ball to the hoop a lot more. And yeah. uh, I feel like they've got somebody inside who's. Sco- I, I, is Jackson a four? Is that what he plays? I. It's yeah. really hard to tell sometimes in the NBA, but I, I think he's pretty big. So yeah, he plays big. Yeah. Yeah, he plays as their four, and they got Tillman as their five. Yeah, I, I haven't haven't seen Tillman do much, but but Jackson's been a beast. Uh, uh, I think the first game did he have thirty some points, thirty five, something like that. Even though they lost, so yeah, uh, he only had uh, he only had twelve the other night. But, yeah, Moran had uh, forty something though. Forty seven. Yeah. Right. So yeah. He's a freaking, uh, man. Uh, he's, he's fun to watch too. He is a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, he's kind of like Jaden Ivy. You never know what he's going to do. Uh, you know he's got a lot of speed with the ball, and you got to get in front of him, and then hell he might do anything with it. You know, dunk it between the legs. Who knows? But that yeah. reminds me of Rose when he's healthy. Uh, yeah, I see that. I get, you know, it's not worth getting ticky tacky, but I think he's several inches bigger than Rose. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm just saying this. Yeah, Rose, yeah. Rose used to do some. Yeah, used to draw and do the same kind of things, but not not quite as yeah big. Uh, okay, so there there's the NBA. Uh, we got two series at one one. John, do you who are you picking coming out of those two one one series? Celts. Ah, so one one you've got the two seed, and the other you got the three. Okay. Well, I get Celtics better go win a game in Milwaukee, hadn't they? They better. Yeah. All right. So Warriors have done their thing. They've won one on the road. Now just hold serve, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. So, all right, John. Uh, mock draft for twenty twenty three was out. <laughs> <laughs> And and, and I, folks, the only reason we're bringing this up is John and I have weird friends who seem to have studied it and cared. So uh, and so there were multiple text messages, and uh, breaking down the 2023 draft class, which raw, raw, yeah. So yeah, interesting. Yeah. I, uh, but and I will say this: what was there was. There was no QB taken this year, right? In the first round? Yeah, Pickett went 20th. Oh, that's right. Hey, why, why did the Steelers pick draft two QBs? Because uh, they know shit you don't know. Okay. 
this year, which was like the fewest in like a hundred years. Not mm-hmm. literally, but that was an exaggeration. Yeah, I, we're aware, John. Yeah. Um, draft draft does not go back that far, but anyway. Mr. Shea has two going in the first two picks next year. CJ Brown and Bryce Young. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about this. He's got two QBs going first and second, and, and but but more more importantly the, to talk about is it's the quarterback from Alabama and the quarterback from Ohio State, right? Both of whom have lots and lots of eligibility left and don't have to go into the draft next year. I it, it, is there as much money as I've seen being tossed around in terms of NIL. It, uh, is there no chance that they stay in college and uh, try and win national championships for another year and rake? Because, I'm sorry, quarterback at those two places should be getting some serious NIL money. Oh, I would think. Especially, yeah, most definitely. I mean, supposedly the kid, the, the wide receiver from Pitt, who I didn't, I'd never heard of, of course, I guess I should pay more attention to who wins the Bolitnikoff Award as best receiver in the country. He, he won it this year. They claim he's getting $2 million a year to go to USC. Yeah. I mean, if you, I'm just not sure why people are so sure guys like that are going jump as early as they can to the draft because it's really. I mean, there's more money if you go to the NFL, but as somebody pointed out, the the Addison's going to make more money at USC than Pickett's going to make uh, as the 20th pick for the Steelers. Yep. Yeah. So I I just don't I don't see why why everybody thinks it's a sure bet. I I don't either, and I think this is maybe this is the benefit of the NIL to get play. I mean, it's kind of the purpose, right, to get players right stable. right um so yeah stroud and young both have they only have one more year of eligibility no stroud will have he's a, he was a freshman last year wasn't he so young was a freshman yeah because remember the the, the 20 year doesn't count oh that's right yeah i keep forgetting that yeah so, so yeah, yeah they've got some I mean, they could probably make, you know, $8, $12 million in the next couple of years. Well, if, if, if you're talking seven figures, no matter what, it's not an, it's not an automatic call, I wouldn't think. So. I agree. Yeah, especially because if you're going one and two or the, in the draft, you're going to go play for somebody who's shit. Right, and that's, I guess that was what I was going to come to next, was like it really depends on who those those top picks are. I mean, right now they're projecting the Texans and Lions, the first two picks, which is probably pretty accurate. Uh, uh, Jets up there as well. That's yeah, that. Yeah, that would be my early call. And who? Yeah. Uh, unless you're from one of those places, there's not a lot of appeal to go be uh, three and fourteen a couple years, huh? Get the holy tar beat out of you. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's us on uh, on the early uh, draft, uh, which seems stupid. And so, uh, hey, our teams our teams played uh, football. Uh, football. God. Yes. 
uh, th this week, John, and they started this series with the same record. Yes. All right. So, uh, and and it was not a good record, to, in case you missed it. I'm expected for mine. Not good for yours. Yeah, I think nine and fourteen. Was it nine and thirteen? Nine and fourteen? Something like that. Yeah. White Sox won both games, which is not, you know, four three and what three nothing or something like that. Um, I, weather was terrible, I guess. Uh, so I, I don't. Yeah. What? I, I think I heard 44 degrees during game time with the wind blowing on uh, Wednesday's game, John. So that sounds totally delightful. Yeah. Did you see the uh, clip of the Cubs fans fighting in the bleachers? I did. And, and I saw. I, I only saw this because Mike Golick Jr. said, stop tagging me, it's not really me. So, <laughs> And the one guy does, uh, if you told me that was him, I would have believed you. So, uh but I, yeah, it is. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, they were. They were. Uh, it was not a one punch and we're done. It was a a, a genuine, as a as they say on the field. Uh, uh, what what do they call that? A uh, brouhaha. Yeah, they were two big fat guys. Yeah, <laughs> brewing and haha and all over the place, John. The best part of the clip, though, is that the guy at the end is like, "That's my ride, man." That's my ride. <laughs> Yeah, you better get that Uber app out, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. You, you run that clip if you're Uber, and at the at the end, right, you pulled up the phone, and the guy holds up the phone and sa says, but I've got Uber. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it, it writes itself right there, man. Yeah, so, yeah, they, uh, rough, rough week in Chicago, uh, ba baseball-wise, uh, and... Uh, Yes, our injury list grows and grows, but uh, yeah, go White Sox. Um, I'm trying to think. There were other things. Oh, I guess I, I heard you and I probably weren't watching, but I, I understand that Ryan Day and uh, Marcus Freeman were on the draft show for ESPN, and they were in Vegas. So somebody said, hey, you guys play opening week of the season wonder what the line is and they tell him that it's it was I think it's 13 and a half or 14 and Freeman said that sounds low we need to get that up and and uh, the person who was telling it to me or, or that I heard telling the story was you should have seen Day's face he was clearly not happy to have uh, yeah but not only to be, you know, had that put out there like that, that they were two touchdown favorites, but to have Freeman, you know, goading it along uh, was not uh, was not in Ryan's uh, strategy. Uh, yeah. So he didn't like that at all. Oh uh, no! Well, yeah, you can imagine where it might burn your high a little bit to be, you know, it's kind of bulletin board material, right? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. We're getting a lot of respect for going in, uh, yeah, 14-point underdogs. And uh, I, I suspect uh, they were all speculating, but the game day is probably going to be there for opening weekend. That is that is a heck of an opening game. Uh, and uh, I don't know that it'll be a good game, but, yeah, I mean, that's two brands playing, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. 
uh, uh, interesting stuff. Uh, have you been paying any attention to the hockey? No, not really. Yeah, well, the playoffs started this week, and so, and uh, you know, the Lightning are two-time defending champions. Uh, they got scalded the first night. I see they came back and won the second night. So, which means you know, home home team is, or road team has won a game. So, uh, they did their job. I heard a lot of people say they were going to get beat. Toronto's got the better team, uh, but uh, yeah. So, inter- interesting stuff uh, in, in the NHL. For reasons again that you and I we can spend a half an hour next week breaking down, right, John? NHL decided to start later than the NBA playoffs. They're usually almost side by side, but now they're a series and a well, they're a full series behind. So two weeks probably behind. So they'll be they'll be doing the Stanley Cup alone after the NBA's done, I think. So Yeah. Um that's that's an interesting strategic move. Of course, by the end of the playoffs, um, they might catch up because I think they uh, they don't they don't take nights off. Yeah. No. Right. No. So so another another thing, John. Um, the the you and I were kind of didn't really play up the draft. I mean, I guess we talked about it enough to mean we played it up. Did you know ten million people watched the draft last Thursday night? That sounds, I believe that. Yeah, you well, okay. NBA, you know what an NBA playoff game's been getting on a regular night? I don't know, five. Uh, I I heard three three to four. So twice as many people. I I just find that amazing. Yeah. It's not it's yeah. not real it's not it's not real it's not a sport it's not action. I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's hope. Yeah, well, and and I heard, yeah, I I listened to a lot of podcasts this week, and I heard the guy out of Chicago who covers the Bears, and he said, uh, I haven't broken down their draft yet. He says, you know, we're not even in camp yet to have any idea what these guys look like in camp, let alone to see any of them play. And, you know, the Bears didn't have a first-round pick, so you don't have an impact, a guy you expect to make an early impact. So he says it'll be years before you know. Whether they did anything good or not, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so ah, uh, uh, well, yeah. But that, that's amazing. The numbers, NFL just eats everybody's lunch in terms of uh, ratings. They are the king. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. All right. The only thing that, the only thing that gives it any real competition, and it's just a global competition, is uh, soccer. Yeah. Well. Uh, I don't know what a World Cup game will get for ratings. Maybe in in November we'll talk about it because uh, England and the United States play on Black Friday in the World Cup in the uh, in the first round. So that, if ever there was a chance for the United States to put a big number on the board in terms of soccer viewing, that would probably be it. Yeah, that's got that's got to be it. That should be a record breaker, I would think. Yeah. So, uh, I guess the NFL decided to not play games on that day. No, I don't think so. Well, they talked about it. They, they, I guess they had 
with all these partners. They had one or two of them offering them some millions of dollars to have a game or two on that Friday, but they decided not to. So uh, we'll, we'll be we'll probably be watching the soccer. Go okay. go USA. Yeah, you got tea time. We're, we need to get done for you to be out of here. Uh, maybe we're going to try to get out today. we got some work to get done first. Work? Oh, wow. That's terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I feel for you. Yeah. So, all right. Great. All right, dude. Another week all down. Right. Got her done. Good. Uh, we'll, we'll, there will be a lot of text messages about tomorrow's betting. Oh, and just for Mr. Cramsey, um, this series finale for Oak Park was amazing. Really? It was awesome. Really? Yes. Well, I, I, you know, it, it, it's been on Twitter about people watching it, and, and I did not get that impression. But uh, I, I saw several people thought it was at least mildly disappointing. So I, I'm glad you liked it. You can't make everybody happy. I don't know what they wanted, but I thought it was a fit, very fitting end. I think they wanted everybody to strip naked and get killed, but uh, what do I know? Well, there's like, a moment that, that might happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and I, let me point out, I think I've I've run through a couple jokes, and you haven't you haven't come back with anything. You should probably you should probably tell the O'Malley joke. The O'Malley joke? I forgot it already. Really? You worked at remember you worked at the Guinness plant. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm not gonna tell it. Oh well, yeah. Okay, teaser, teaser. John's holding out. Okay. Some other day. All right. Okay, bro. All right, bro. You have a great weekend. You too. Love you, bro. Take care. Yep, love you.